1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called walking through your open door. Saints of God, God has opened the doors of opportunity that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity for us to step into the awesome things that God has in store for us. Open doors of opportunity that will never benefit me and you unless we walk through. Because regardless of the reason, if we don't walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for me and you, Will never receive or achieve the things that God has for me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God has in store for me and you, so that we can walk straight into all that God has waiting for me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you Are you ready for the word? Because, ready at night, here it comes.
2: Amen, amen, amen. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You ready for some word today? Good, because ready or not, here it comes. Turn with me please to the book of Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3. So good to see you in the house of the Lord today. Praise God, giving him the glory and honor that's rightfully due his name. And of course, as a result of that, he's going to respond to you and share with you some things that he wants you to know to be able to help you get through the little situations and circumstances that might be rising up against you. Of course, we're continuing in the basic teaching that we've been talking about, about this being the year of the open door. This is a year of an open door for you. This is a year of an open door for you. Don't you forget that this year. This is a year of an open door for you. Many times people hear a word at the beginning of the year, recognize that the Lord God is near. They move forward with boldness and power to be able to speak and do what it is he says unto them. But somehow or another, as, a, as, a, as the year progresses, it seems like their faith digresses and begins to drop down, and they stop walking in what it is that God has ordained for them to walk in. But not this year. This year, you're going to realize and recognize that this is a year of an open door for you. And this year, you're going to have the boldness to be able to walk through Every single open door that's there for you, not just the ones that are at the beginning of the year, but the ones that are in the middle of the year, the ones that's one quarter of the year, three quarters of the year. And even at the end of the year, there's going to be doors that are opening, flinging wide for you. All you have to do is continuously walk through. Don't get tired of walking through these open doors that God has in store for you. Don't walk through one and think that that's it. No, that's not it. There's other doors that God has waiting on you as a result of your willingness to be able to walk through. And God's got awesome things planned for you in Jesus name. We, of course, have been working on uh, the part right now, which is behold, the door really is open for you. Behold, a door really is open for you. And you need to understand that it really is open for you, especially as you, you go through this year. You need to understand that it really is open because we already learned that this is a spiritual door with natural manifestations. It's a spiritual door with natural manifestations. So that then means that um, uh, since it is a spiritual door, the natural may not line up with it initially. The, line, the natural might not look like it's, the door is really open, but he opened it spiritually that if you move forward un, in the spirit, then the door you'll watch open in the natural. We're going to talk about that today. It's going to be a blessing to you in Jesus' name. Have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you today. I think you'll be blessed by it. He says, starting in verse 6, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. And to the church in Philadelphia, write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not, not denied my name. That's us. We are people who have strength. God has given us strength. Don't concern yourself with the word little. Because it doesn't take a lot of strength to be able to get done what God tells you to do. All you got to be is strong enough to continue to move forward into what God says for you. Are you listening to me? Because it's his strength that we're relying on, not our strength. It's his strength that we're relying on, not our strength. So we're the people who have strength. We've also been the one that have kept his word, held fast to his word and not let his word go, regardless of what it is that's going on, what it is that's going on around us. Regardless of what it is that happened to us in the past, we will not let the word of the Lord go because the word of the Lord is already yea and amen in relationship to the promises that he said you can have each and every day. The word of the Lord is yea and amen. Once God has given a word to you, he has just now backed it up with heaven that he's going to do what it is he said he's going to do. And all the power that he wields, all the power that he has and all the power that he is is now there to be able to make sure that this thing holds on, uh, happens for you as long as you're willing to hold on to the word that he's given you. Don't let go of the word that God shares with you this year. Don't let go of the promises that he's made to you this year. Do not let go of anything that it is that God has to say because you're going to watch those things manifest for you in not too many days. Glory to God. He said that you have a little strength, you've kept my word, and you have also has not denied my name. We know that that's the name that is above every name that's named in heaven and in earth. Now, regardless of what name exists, that this name is higher than any other name. It's the name that causes demons to tremble. It's the name that caused us to resemble the God that made us, birthed us, and caused us to be birthed into his kingdom and into his family. His is the name, which is above every name that's named. It's above every sickness. It's above every situation. It's above every circumstance. It's above anything that we can see. And if we hold fast to that name, then that name is going to get us through because that's the key. Uh, us to us moving forward into the things that God has in store for us is that we're going to have this strength. We're going to hold on to his word and we're not going to deny his name in any kind of a way. And because of that, God said, I've opened unto you a door that no man can shut and, 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 and and shut a door for you that no man can open. I like that because God is both opening and closing doors this year. That's good news. A lot of times we walk into a closed door and we get upset about it. No, you be glad about it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because God knows what was behind that door. And although you thought it was something wonderful, it wasn't something wonderful. It was something that had jacked you up, messed you up, took you off track. But God held you back by closing the door so that you can never walk through. That's a reason to say amen. How about you? Amen. But he also said that I've opened unto you a door. And God has opened doors unto each and every one of us. But understand this, brothers and sisters, saints of the most high God, precious people of God, you who I love and you who I care for, you who I've spent much time with. I want you to understand this, that whenever God opens a door for you, and as you begin to start walking through, Satan is going to come to be able to cause difficulties to be able to come unto you. If you don't hear nothing else I'm saying, you better listen to this one right here, right now. God needs you to be able to be locked in on the fact that he has opened a door for you despite what comes at you. He needs you to be locked in on the fact that I've opened a door for you. That's why he put the word behold right there, the word check it out. Don't miss this because I've opened a door for you because circumstances, situations, and other kind of stuff that may cause disgraces will automatically come after you when the moment you decide to walk through into the things of God. Say, anybody in here that ever decided to walk through into the things of God and move forward into the things of God and then ran smack dab in the mess? amen 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 the rest of y'all get up and move and start going toward what god has in store for you and you're gonna run into it blessed be the name of the lord get nervous when nothing's coming at you bless god because that means you ain't doing nothing because nothing from nothing leave nothing are you listening to me but if stuff starts coming at you it's because you're probably headed in the right direction are you listening to me i said probably not necessarily blessed be the name of the lord thank god for the holy ghost he can show you you know praise god But yet, normally speaking, as you begin to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you, uh, uh, horrible things will begin to start trying to come at you. That's when diseases start rising up. Afflictions start trying to come in. Families start trying to uh, uh, trip out. Come on up in here. You know, whether they're husbands, whether they're wives, come on up in here, whether they're children or anybody else. Satan don't care who he uses. He is not a respecter of person. Whatever he can do to cause mess to come up and cause you to lose your faith, let loose of what it is that God has in store for you, you know, he's willing to do. But yet at the same time, he don't understand that we are people who are solidly in God's hand and we are people that hold fast to what it is that God has to say. And we will not walk around and let loose of what God has to say, regardless of what the circumstances and situation says that when God said it, that's it. When God said we're going to have it, we going to have it. And we don't care what we see. We don't care what we hear. Come on with a couple of amens, please. We don't care what we say. We don't care We don't care what he say, We don't care what we hear. We don't care what's going on. He's saying it in faith, if nothing else. Amen. Say it here while there ain't too much going on in this beautiful room right here. Before you walk out there and get smacked upside your head with the real deal. Start practicing it right now. Everybody say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't care. Ah, we don't Okay, don't care what goes on because we know God's word is true and God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Satan is a liar. Oh, yes, he is. Satan is a liar and his breath stank. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Satan is a liar. And because he's a liar, the circumstances and situations that come at you are liars also. But they're going to look real. Can I holler at you? They going to be real. Amen. Some of them that come at you will be real. I'm all off in Ebonics right now, so I'm anointed than a mug. They're going to be real than a mug. Are you listening to me? That's like real to the extreme. Real stuff going to start coming at us. Real stuff is going to be being said to us. I said real. I'm not talking about, don't be saying that way. You, you know, you're a liar. <laughs> you're going to be fired. You're going to be out on the street. Are you listening to you? You're going to watch stuff happen. You're going to be like laying on your back in the hospital some Because he going to bring real stuff at you. But I know a reality. That's greater than his reality. I know a world that's higher than his world. I know a power that's greater than his power. I know a name that's above every name in heaven and in earth. I know it. And I know a word that's true. And I know a word that God will open the door for God to be able to do what he said he would do. As long as I stay in faith and hold fast to what he has to say this year, you better learn to hold fast to what God has to say. God get trained you for a whole year about how to speak that miracle out your mouth so that you can speak that miracle out your mouth and not be murmuring and complaining, you know, and thereby your life end up straining. Turn to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. We, oh, this is going to be good stuff today. Yeah. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say unto you today. You're going to be blessed by it in Jesus' name. Because when God opens doors by way of his word, saying what, what opportunity is there for you, don't think that you'll just be able to tra-la-la-ti-da straight forward and tell everything that it is God has in store for you without opposition. From time to time, you can be able to make it through without very much opposition coming at you. But there's other times where it's going to come at you with all guns firing. Yeah. But that's all right. Everybody say, that's all right. All right. Because we got the helmet of salvation. We got the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying. We got our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We've been outfitted for excellence and we've been outfitted for combat. Are you listening to me? We got on the breastplate of righteousness, our Kevlar called righteousness, bless God, which will cause not a single one of Satan's bullets to be able to get through, to be able to harm me and you. No weapon formed against us shall prosper because our righteousness is of the Lord and whatever we do shall prosper because we are in him of him and it's in him that we live and move and have our very being. Are you listening to me? We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Oh yes, we are. We are the called out generation that's going to show forth the glory of God. Oh, yes, we are. We are sons of God and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And we're going to have everything that it is that he said we're going to have in the name of Jesus. But that does not mean that stuff's going to not come at you. Let's see what it is that you need to do. Mark chapter four. We'll start reading in verse thirty five. Verse thirty five. It says in the same day when the evening was come, he uh, that even when the, when the evening was come, he said unto his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. He said that to him. Of course, this is right after uh, he had done awesome things. Miracles had already manifested before them. I believe it was the feeding of the 5,000 had already occurred. Disciples was all geeked, fired up because they had seen awesome things manifesting through the power of God, through the word of God. They'd seen awesome things manifest. But in, of course, after that, Jesus said, well, now it's time for us to go over to the other side. The door was open for them to move over to the other side. The door was open for them to go, to be able to go to the other side, to be able to minister unto people there, to be able to uh, handle situations there, to be able to cast out devils there, to be able to cause awesome things to be able to happen. In fact, you'll find out if you read this and continue to read on further throughout it, you'll find out that's when they were getting ready to go over into an area where this wild man was sitting, this madman of Gadarene, you know, if I could put it this way, another level of devil was there. But yet understand that while you're on your way to that new level, that there's going to be a devil that's going to come after you. The word devil means, at, uh, means adversary. It means that one who opposes or one who stands against, which means that somebody or something is going to try to stand against what it is that um, God said to you and stand against it, making you think that you can't go through. So he told the disciples, let us pass over to the other side. I know they was excited about when they got into the boat. They're like, yeah, let's go. You know, because power had already manifested. Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we can, we can handle it. Yeah, they all got in the boat giving high fives and everything else like that. They was probably all excited and pumped, telling stories about things that had happened, things that was done and how power of God had already manifested and they had fun. Awesome things. He said in verse 36, and when they had sent away the multitude, they they took him even as he was in the ship. That was Jesus, because Jesus was wore out after all that ministry. Man, you be ministering. You know, you let the power of God really use you. You'll be wore out afterwards. Praise God. He says, and there were always also with him others, little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. So Jesus had told them that they was going to the other side. He said, let us go into the other side. And then when they got into the boat and excited about it, laid Jesus out in the back and let Jesus get a little sleep, you know. As they on their way to the other side, a great storm arose, and the waves were, of this storm were so strong that it beat into the ship. Now, that's one thing to beat against the ship. These storms, this water started coming into the ship. Now, I don't know, you know, how, you know, well your um, maritime principles are and, and how well you understand boats and stuff like that, but, you know, you put too much water in a boat, it's not going to stay afloat. Are you listening to me? And so, in the middle of this storm, water shooting all up in this boat. So this is natural water coming into a natural boat, hitting your natural feet. Come on up in here, hitting you all upside your natural head. So it's real. You can't ignore this. Every step you take is sloshing and stuff all around you and stuff like that. Stuff starts happening that you cannot ignore. And a lot of times people be trying to teach, you know, well, you know, just don't don't pay no attention to that. No, you better pay attention to that. Because this stuff is real. If they're telling you, you got two more days left, you got two more days left in the natural. He said, and verse 38, and he was in the hinder part, speaking of Jesus, he was in the hinder part of the ship praying on a pillow. Is that what it say? He was in the hinder part of the ship, you know, speaking words of power. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. Can you imagine that? in the middle of the storm, Jesus is sitting up in there asleep. What kind of, what kind of craziness is that? That's a man of peace, a man of power, a man that understands that once I make this statement up out of my mouth and I begin to start make, moving forward toward, toward it, that I'm going to get to the destination that I have in store. So you got to remember, Jesus made an awesome statement uh, before, and he said, I don't say anything that my father doesn't say. And I don't do anything other than what I see my father do. And so since he doesn't say anything other than what it is that his father says, then his father was the one who said to him, let us go, I mean, for you to go to the other side. And then he just turned to his disciples and repeated the words of his father and said, let us go to the other side. Now, when he made that statement, he knows that the father has already intended for him to go to the other side. The father has opened a door for him that says, now you can go over into that area to be able to go get done what I need you to get done. And Jesus jumped up and said, let's go, let's do this now. It's like we learned last week, that when your now comes, you move based upon your now. Well, he, Jesus, you know, uh, uh, said, we're going over to the other side and went back in the back of the slip and went to sleep. What in the world he doing sleep? Well, first of all, in the natural, he tired. Amen. But in the spiritual, He's at rest, waiting to receive the rest of what it is that was said. See, there's a rest that you need to learn to get into when you have that much confidence in what your father said that he's going to bring you through into what it is he told you to do. So much confidence that you'll have ability to be able to rest in the fact that God said it to you, rest in the fact that you're going to make it over to the other side, regardless to the circumstances and situations that arose. See, Jesus went to sleep, true enough, before the circumstances and situations arose. But regardless to the fact that he went to sleep before the end, just because the circumstances and situations rise up doesn't mean that he needs to rise up. Just because the circumstances and situations rise up doesn't mean that he needs to change his position. See, his position was still of rest. And you're moving forward right now without a lot of stuff going on, and you're resting in the fact that God's going to get you to rest but if stuff start rising up, don't change your position. There's no need to change your position. Just continue to rest in the rest. That's going to bring you to rest. Continue to rest in the fact that God's word is true. And if he said I could do it, I'm going to do it. If he said I could go, I'm going to go. If he said I could accomplish it, I can accomplish it. And I'm not going to let anything else, no circumstance or situation change what it is that I think about this matter. He said in verse 37, and there arose a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. So now there's water up the inside of the boat to the point that the boat was full. Now, full means that it's complete. Full means that it's complete. Could you hand me that cup up under you, please? Now, here's a cup of water. Is this cup full? Anybody see that? Is this cup full? What makes you think this cup is not full? Because it's not up to the top. And so since it's not up to the top, it's, it's not full. It's got a lot of water in it, but it ain't full. Now, if the water hit all the way up to the edge, then it's full, right? The Bible said, which is always true, said that the boat was full of water, which means there's water all the way up to the edge. Now, once again, I don't know how many people understand boats and water. It doesn't take a boat to be full of water to sink. All it has to do is have enough to be able to cause the buoyancy of the boat to be able to disappear and it will begin, and then it will begin to sink at that point and begin to take on more water and it'll force it to sink even faster. But here they are in a boat that's full of water. Full, I mean, to be full of water means that the entire thing has water in it. So the question is, how's it still floating? How's it still floating? The reason why it's floating Is because Jesus was inside who had decided to come into agreement with what his father had said. And that's that we're going over to the other side. And because of that, I don't care how much water got up in that boat. That boat wasn't going under. Because faith will hold it up. Faith will hold it up. This year, you're going to learn to be men and women of faith for real. Because it'll hold you up in such a way where it's in the natural, although you are past the point where you should have sunk. For the water, for the boat to be full, it's past the point that it should have sunk. It's not at the point, it's past the point. And some folk up in here is past the point that your stuff should have sunk a long time ago. Your stuff should have sunk a long time ago. But if it ain't sunk, then why would you get up and concern yourself with all this water that's in the boat Because obviously the water don't have nothing to do With whether you're going to make it through Obviously the water has no power Over you when you're operating Under the power of the word of God Is this making sense to Anybody
1: over here Well that's all that we have time for today I hope that you're blessed with what the word of God Have to say hope that you're learning a little bit more About the open doors of opportunity That God has opened for us I hope you've also learned the importance of those doors being walked through by me and you. I also hope that your faith is rising in the fact that God not only opens doors for me and you, but that he opens those doors so that he can bless and use me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God does for me and you. So come on, saints, let's walk through every door that God opened for me and you and not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in it's entirely, just contact the church office at Erico code 210 That's Erico code 210 7859 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through, you'll be blessed if you do, I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held in Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar. God has brought here to San Antonio to help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to a away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through, you go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did, that is with or without your boo, and your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at a Word of Faith. You'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word?